talked about being hopeful in a world of despair. Our women are going to receive that tomorrow. But we ended the uh, time together um, referencing a quote from Tim Keller. There was a, you know, several, about a month ago, Tim Keller passed away and uh, there was a video surfacing around online that had a quote from him. And it said this, if Jesus has truly risen from the grave, we're all going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. And that's the hope that, that Chris has just proclaimed, that our hope, our anchor is secure in Jesus. I'm going to speak briefly this morning, and we're going to spend the remainder of our time in, in prayer and song. As we met with, as I met with the pastors this week, we were reflecting on Psalm 74, and verse 2 just jumped off the page at us. It's important to, to know a little bit about the context here, but um, I, I want to just really focus in on Psalm 74, verse 2. We're walking through the Psalms this summer, and so Psalm 74 was slated for us today. It was scheduled uh, for us today to touch on, and as we reflected on what this Sunday looks like, verse 2 uh, was not only the prayer of Asaph, but it's the prayer of Church of the Valley. It says this, remember your congregation, remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your heritage. Remember Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. And so this is the, the prayer of Asaph. And what's happening in, in this context is they're experiencing the destruction of the temple. And so the temple has been destroyed. And as the people of God, they're experiencing challenges. They were questioning God's goodness. They were questioning God's provision. They were questioning God's sovereignty. They were questioning God's plan. We even read this in verse one. Oh God, why do you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? God, where are you? Why is this happening? What's occurring here? And maybe for some of us, that's how we kind of are experiencing life today. And our prayer and our hope is, Lord, bring comfort to our hearts. And so we want to join Asaph in, in, in praying. Remember your congregation. Remember Church of the Valley. Remember you've, you've purchased, you've redeemed, you've died for the very people that make this up. You've redeemed them to be the tribe of your heritage. Remember Mount Zion where you've dwelt. And so I want to give us three prayers that are three prayers that we as Church of the Valley can pray together. Uh, we want to pray for the Lord to remember. We want to pray for the Lord to continue to redeem. And we want to pray for the Lord to continue to remain with us, to remember, redeem, and remain. The first thing, remember, he says, remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old. This is looking back in that time where the Lord led the Israelites out of Egypt, that, that he, he made a way, that he has purchased them. And one commentary said, the Lord would have his people remember the lamb, the lamb that was taken, that was the, the blood of that lamb that was put on the doorpost of the home and the overthrow of Egypt. And will he forget this all himself? 
He's calling us in in the Passover feast to to remember these things. Remember what the Lord has done for you. Remember how he has saved you. Remember how he has redeemed you. Remember how he's taken you from a place of of being oppressed people and he's brought you out to be a people of his own and and he's leading you. He's leading you to the promised land. He's delivering them. And and he's going, he's done all of that. Will he not remember you? He does. But let us, let us plead with him to remember his church, his church. It was not on any account or merit of their own, but it was the grace of adoption that he saved them, that he redeemed them, he purchased them. They didn't choose God, God chose them, God adopted them, God brought them in. Would he not remember us? John Calvin says, they boast in like manner of their antiquity. It says that you've purchased of old. He said, they are, they are not subjects who have come under the government of God only within a few months. It's not like God's only known them for, you know, hey, we, we have some history. We go back three weeks. No, it's like the journey with the Lord of old, he has journeyed with them. He says, the longer period during which he had continued his love towards the seed of Abraham, the more fully was their faith confirmed. They declare, therefore, that they had been God's people from the beginning, that is, ever since he had entered into covenant with Abraham. This is a relationship that goes much further than three months, much further than 10 years, the existence of Church of the Valley. But it goes all the way back to the covenant of Abraham. He's remembering his people. But not only that, he's redeeming them. He's redeemed them to be a tribe of heritage. He's purchased them. We may ask the question this morning, how do we know of his provision and care? Well, because he has redeemed. He has redeemed. For those of us who have come to faith in Jesus God himself has redeemed us. We we know the purchasing of God. We know this idea of redemption even in a fuller way than the psalmist knew because we have the picture and understanding of Jesus who would be the sacrificial lamb who would go, that he would give of his life for you and I, that we're standing here today because of the, the work of redemption that Jesus has caused. And if we see that today, there's no limits to what God can do. So we plead with him. Continue to do that. Continue to redeem. Continue to save. Continue to be mighty to save in our midst. Ephesians chapter 1, 7 through 8 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of trespasses according to the riches of grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. We're praying that he would continue to redeem. He'd remember. He'd remember us. That he'd continue to redeem in our midst. And that he would remain with us. That he would remain. That his presence would continue to fill this church. That he would continue to move in power in the midst of this church. And they say, remember Mount Zion where you have dwelt. This is where the Lord made his home. Mount Zion, he's like, this is where my presence 
will be. And so Zion meant the very place where God's presence was to, to be there, to be near his people. Uh, but it was the place that people would also come. They would come to Mount Zion, that it would be a place of expected help. They would come there to Mount Zion, and that would be the place that they would cry out and that God would provide, that God would rescue, that God would redeem. Zion became the source of deliverance and salvation. We pray that, and, and, that this place, Church of the Valley, this people would continue to be that place where we experience the presence of God, that, that, that we are pleading with God to continue in that, that it would also be a place of help and deliverance. We've experienced the presence of Jesus here, and we want to continue in that. We may ask, what's the response to all this? And, and how, how can we move forward with confidence? Because we talked about hope and on, on Wednesday night to the men. And here's the thing about hope. Hope is putting our, our trust in something of, of a future expectation. And, and so we know, because we have the book of Revelation, we know of what is to come. We can put our hope. It's not wishful thinking. It's not based on circumstances. It's steady and sure. And so we stand today not with misplaced hope. We're not going to be led to despair when we put our hope in Jesus. We know what awaits us. But we're also given in verses 12 through 17 a way to look back on the past of how he's acted to help us move forward in faith. It says this, Yet God, my King, is from old. He's working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your might. You broke the heads of the sea monsters on the waters. You crushed the head of Leviathan. You gave him as food for the creatures of the wilderness. You split open springs and brooks. You dried up ever-flowing streams. Yours is the day. Yours also is the night. You have established the heavenly lights and the sun. You have fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You have made summer and winter. This is who we serve. This is why we can stand here today and go, we have hope in a God who remembers us and a God who continues to redeem in our midst and a God that remains with us. That is great hope, church. And so I'm gonna invite the worship team to come back up and we're gonna move into a time of just prayer and response as we press into the end of our gathering. And I would just encourage you to, to do this this morning. We're going to, I want you to read the lyrics of these songs. It's easy to just kind of get in motion. And, and we are so familiar with these songs. They just roll off our, read the words. Allow these words to speak and encourage your heart that our hope is only Jesus. Our hope is only in Jesus, that he is our firm foundation, that we would continue to lift up the name of Jesus. And then in the midst of our time, in the midst of our gathering this morning, uh, what is your prayer for Church of the Valley? Are you, are you prayerful and asking, and, and would we plead with the Lord in the way Asaph did? Lord, remember your commitment to us. Remember your people. Remember your congregation. Remember Church of the Valley. What do you want to see him to continue to redeem? We 
this mission of seeing the valley saturated with the good news of Jesus moves forward. We want to see him continue to redeem every man, woman, and child across this entire valley. Lord, would you do that? Would you continue to redeem? And how will you pray for the presence of God this morning to remain? And would we in the next few moments just experience the presence of God here with us, ministering to our souls, granting us comfort, granting us his goodness and kindness, and just ministering to us this morning like only he can. So Father, I pray in the next few moments that you would remember us, that you'd look down and just grant your community here just a special grace this morning. Lord, comfort our hearts and souls. May we experience your presence in the next few moments. We pray and ask in Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand and sing.